0: Hi, my name is Amanda Panacea, and you're listening to the Healer Revolution Podcast. This is a community for self-healers, biohackers, practitioners, and any other helping professionals. You're in the right place if you're seeking conversations about how pain becomes passion, the connection between physical, energetic, mental, and our spiritual self, Finding your body's ancient wisdom, the latest biohacking technologies, clinical research, and if you just want to nerd out about complex biochemistry and quantum physics. But this is also for entrepreneurs who seek infinite abundance and a supportive community. So pour a cup of king coffee or cistus tea and let's join the revolution. Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Healer Revolution podcast. I am your host, Amanda Panacea. And today I'm really excited to be interviewing my friend, Phoebe Cates. How are you, Phoebe? I'm well. Thank you so much for
1: having me, Amanda. It's such an honor to be here with you today.
0: Thank you. I'm really excited to have this conversation because we've really only met briefly over the internet. And so I'm thrilled to hear your story. And we're going to get really deep into psychedelics and plant medicine and I know it's going to be really juicy so let us all know like how did you get to this point in your life?
1: Yes so um, I grew up with a broken family. I grew up in a third world and um, my parents left me when I was one year old and I grew up with grandparents and a big family right so I ended up really having that um, perfectionist, caretaker. So there was so much emotion that I don't know how to unpack. Or, and it shows into my relationship, into myself. So there were times that I just don't want to live in this world, or there was just so much going on that I never really allowed to. And I tried to be okay. I tried to show that nothing really affected me in my past or also that. So I dived in deeply into this healing world and all this different modalities and until I find um, the plant medicine. So yeah.
0: Wow, incredible! I'm sure it's mm-hmm. a lot deeper and longer than that. <laughs> like, sure. you no, know, I'm just like making it short. Sure. <laughs> uh, what were all the things you tried first before you made it to psychedelics?
1: Yeah, so I did coaching, therapy, and then again I, I dove myself into the plant medicine. And I think the plant medicine will really call you. Up. I never really have thought that it's available like in back in the Philippines it's not really known about the plant medicine ayahuasca or all those kind of things but i seen different um documentaries or like it's just in in instagram or in social media and it's just like really pop into your page right like the algorithm like shows to you what are you looking for and i'm like wow because i've been into this healing space where we do coaching and therapy and all that but it seems like there's something beneath it's something way deeper that our mind can comprehend so I just have this chills every time I see about, um, I lost that is how I already started. And it's just, it's just so, it's just connected me. And I just like jumped to it. I have a friend of mine that I met back in Hawaii and they actually hold space. So then that's how I started. They went to Florida and they did my um, weekend retreat actually there from there. And it's just blown my mind. Like it opened up so much beyond what I, you know, I don't even know, like the world out there that we think it's out there. It's actually been here all along. We just have been so programmed and just a lot of things that we've been told lies and all that thing. So yeah, and I become so passionate about it. And there was this instinct within me that I never really practiced my um, Bachelor of Science in Nursing degree, but then all this um, research and science that there is a profound healing in this field. So it really activates within me about my background to correlate the Western and the ancient healing. And this is where I'm learning and I'm growing and I'm sharing too. So,
0: yeah. Amazing. And so you did ayahuasca first, is what you're saying? Mm-hmm. Yes, I did ayahuasca. <laughs> so no, never had any psychedelics before you just jumped to ayahuasca.
1: <laughs> yes, yes. Wow, that, that's, pretty that's intense. Wild. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I did a lot of research. I did a lot of um, documentaries. So I did my own thing to really feel comfortable and safe. And I think one of the things that really I for me, what I've observed and really helped me is to have an awareness of, um, of how our mind works because it it can be so intense and really, you know, bubble up and things. And if you know how to hold your space and you have the tools and ways to, to move yourself through that experience, then it can be easier and beautiful, but also it can be really hard and difficult too for, for people. So, Yeah.
0: Right. I'm glad you I'm glad you brought that up cuz I think mm-hmm. a lot of people see psychedelics and how much they've helped other people and they want to jump mm-hmm. right in but they mm-hmm. don't have they don't have the language to like describe what's happening to them on a nervous system level. They don't have like somatic language to work through things. They just think, "Oh, psychedelics are going to solve all my problems," and that's yeah. definitely not the case. <laughs>
1: I love that you brought up somatic because what I observed too and what I realized and how I wish I knew it ahead of time that it's really important to prepare our body somatically, meaning our nervous system needs to have that space, right? So as of now, wherever we are in our life, we have so much stressors, traumas that we haven't really processed. And if we go onto that um, plant medicine, it can, you know, and our body can hold so much on it. So if you don't have that space to really um, get into that, into your body, then it can have like Um, effects or it can be tough like I realized that on myself because I haven't started um, somatic healing yet Um, when I did my ayahuasca and I was shaking tremendously and now I realize the fact that it's needed you know for for it to process and it's been stuck into my body for so long and which is really good for and, and the other side but I wish I could have done body work first before I went into and dive into the plant medicine, but whatever works, there's no right or wrong. It's everyone's calling is different, but this is just my um, perception.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, And Mm. I think having, having the language and the education first is Mm -hmm. necessary because otherwise Mm -hmm. the things that are coming up you're immediately going to resist and want to shut it back down because that's what Mm -hmm. you've always done. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And so it can feel very scary to finally have things come up that, Mm -hmm. you know, you, you weren't ever ready to address. And if you are still either not ready or afraid to address it, or the sensations Mm -hmm. are really intolerable for you, then it you're going to shut back down your nervous system isn't going to be able to handle it so the education first before you jump into anything
1: exactly I think prepare your mind and then the body and then the spirit part will will come to life and it will show you so much so Mm -hmm. yeah but (laughs) you have to go through the depth first you have to go into the freaking darkness so um (laughs) yes this has been the
0: the place for Mm -hmm. that Mm-hmm. And so for me, I started using psychedelics in like party scenes with alcohol and mm-hmm. DMA. And what right. I noticed right away was I don't actually like being around any of these people if I'm going to do psychedelics. So I would just not do them because I was there to connect and to to right. party and <laughs> feel good. And I would always want to be completely alone by myself, like in the dark, in the silence, if I was doing psychedelics. So how do you explain the big difference between people that are using them in these partying scenes versus therapeutically?
1: Yes. I mean, there's no right and wrong again, where however the medicine called you to do it. Right. But for me, it's not just about feeling good. I think this is not the place for that because it's going to come up. My first psychedelic, uh, I mean, the mushroom um, experience was actually on the, January 1st, in how they call this new year. And I uh-huh. was expecting that, right? Like, oh, it's a party scene, a celebration, and all that. And it was totally, I wasn't downhill. So I realized myself, like, oh, and then I just walk out all the people were dancing and I went to the bonfire and I have to process and good thing I have all these tools, I have all these ways for me to really be with my emotions. So I really sat down with it and and giving myself permission to be okay, not being okay, despite of celebrating, right? And And I was with the medicine and and trying to to be my own therapist and trying to process like, okay, what's here for me right now? So I think that is where people get into it because they want to feel good. I mean, we all want to feel good, don't get me wrong. But I think psychedelic is a very sacred and very powerful medicine. It needs to have a right intention, a right setting, and the right people. That's why people say, oh, I had a bad trip. And then this can be decremental because it's like, um, it can give to your body a negative impact and also traumatizing your body and your nervous system. Then you don't want to go into that because you have thought that, you know, all these kind of things, right, that happened to you because our past pain inform our future pain. So that's why we trying to run away, whatever feel, doesn't feel as good. So, um, yeah, I think there is so much research and powerful um, stories or um, healing with a psychedelic in a right psychotherapy in a right setting. So, um, again, intention and, um, intention with the right setting, right dose, the right medicine, the right people, these are very important. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I hope that answers your question.
0: Yeah. Because I think that's a big drawback that people Mm -hmm. are afraid of is the bad trip. Mm
1: -hmm. yes actually it's just this is the thing psychedelic is there to amplify what's already been there it's to amplify emotion this is a medicine it's not just to peel to make good right this is the side effect yes you can be in the blissful state you can be in the heaven right you can feel that but also it's it's how you hold space in yourself in the darkness time and then it's how you can hold your space in that beautiful um awakening of that medicine. But um it's just not about that recreation or feeling good, but it's deeper than that. Actually, it's self-exploration, it's discovering your self-connection to to yourself and
0: beyond and the spirits. And yeah. So yeah. And that was definitely my experience. Like mm-hmm. when I was when people offered it to me in those scenes, mm-hmm. I was like, no, because I'll have to go far away by myself and just go inward and, you know, work through things. And I'm right. here to quote unquote party. So, right. and so what's the big difference? Um, we've been talking about more like macro doses and what people <laughs> would think of psychedelics as like tripping. Right. Um, is there a scientific word for tripping, by the way? I've always um. wondered. <laughs> Yeah, right.
1: I'm not sure about that too, but um, microdosing is a small amount of practice taking psychedelic substance. So this is either LSD or the most famous and safer way is the psilocybin mushroom. And this is this is where I'm so passionate about. Um, there's a lot of studies and research going on about that. However, it's one out of 10 or out of uh, one over 20. So you don't have any hallucinations or any sub perceptual or anything altered state. So this is the macro dosing or the tripping, what we say, right? This is when you have um, altered state or all this kind of stuff. So micro dosing is actually to make it easier as you go every day. It does, you don't change anything. You don't realize it that you're having these changes, but in, um, In the science side, if there's neuroplasticity, it activate your 5-HT2A receptor, which is our serotonin. So this is the most sacred part where it's so easy for us to change any hard encoded things in our life, patterns, limiting beliefs, and also this also decrease the receptor of the... um, the DMT, the default mode network in our brain, which is our ego self, this uh, the me self, right? Uh, the patterns, the limiting beliefs. So this can uh, decrease. So then we can put um, This is the neuroplasticity that we can put, adapt, and change new behavior in an easier and way. So this is where the, the science goes for the microdosing. And there's no difference to when you take the micro and the macro, the tripping, in the long term, they're all neuroplasticity and helps connection to the brain. And there's also lots of science that it interconnects. It makes more our brain more flexible and easy to adapt. So these are the, the science part. And it's also a pattern disruptor. And it's an emotional reset. So this is the beauty where science can prove that, yes, it's working. And this is plant medicine, right? And this is way, way different than, um, than our drug, where you take it all of your life. And then every day, you are also taking the side effect. Unle- unlike in microdosing, it's not harmful. It's safe in the mind and the body. And it's safe in um, in the right dose. So that's why it's also very important. again, knowing the the dose integration, the um uh, protocol, also the the medicine that you get it. So trusted source. So these are really
0: important. and um, yeah, yeah, it's funny when you reach out to me literally three weeks prior, I was sitting around thinking, there really needs to be a company that makes these with the dose and (laughs) it's tested. (laughs) Right. And And then of course there you were.
1: (laughs) Yeah. I wasn't even really sure because it's not really still open, right? We're still in the early stage, but there are a lot of studies. And I'm not sure you've heard that there is this, a big um, convention about psychedelic in Denver, like last, just last week. And there's so much going on in, in big, um, Businesses and in in schools and in university that are merging together and giving this money to really do the research and millions of it they're they're doing it so there will be a need for this in the in the next couple of years and there's a lot of people are also venturing and, and 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 dealing towards this like any professionals in the health industries and all that and I think there's there's um, a lot of uh, beautiful things that can happen to into the healing industry where we are not conditioned into having medication all through our lives. So I think this is where really um, I'm very passionate about of uh, um, going back into the ancient ways of healing and holistically.
0: Yeah. And I know a lot of states have decriminalized it. What is mm-hmm. the legality for the states that have not yeah
1: of course it's still the same it's illegal right so that's why there's a lot of people are not really sure of um, doing it and they all it stopped them also from you know pushing through through towards it so there are a few states that are available and open but with with and psychology we can ship it to um yeah through the different state okay. i'm not sure if you're there it's like you are stopped oh I am stuck you freeze yeah oh no but I can hear you I think it would come then that should be fine if you see yourself um let me see if I can pause it that's okay you can see me (laughs) thoroughly
0: Okay. Yeah. You're still good.
1: Okay. Hopefully it'll,
0: it'll unfreeze in a second. Um, Yeah. yeah, Let's just keep going. No worries. Uh (laughs) Um, Yeah. So in yeah, certain States, so it is legalized. However, in most States it is not. um, So there's, you know, there's a lot of like ketamine clinics popping up everywhere, which Mm -hmm. I feel like the risk of ketamine is so much more intense than doing psilocybin. Mm -hmm. So I do see that coming up, but I wonder if the reason that's becoming more popular is because they can, um, make more money off these IV infusions and nasal sprays, and you can patent ketamine because it's technically a medication.
1: Right. I think that's, that's one way we can think about that. So, um, I'm not really familiar with, um, with it so much. Uh-huh. So yeah, I mean, um, yeah. Ket-
0: so ketamine is not a psychedelic at all. It's actually a disassociative and yeah. I am not a fan. Yeah. <laughs> um, Have we tried? yeah, but it was back in the scene, like party scenes, people would mm-hmm. do it recreationally, never done mm-hmm. IV infusions, but wow. It's, it's also kind of being marketed. I've seen some ads that are like, do a ketamine um, trip at home and they're Mm -hmm. selling you the medication and a journal
1: Mm -hmm. and
0: like an eye mask. And I was like, wow. Yeah. Um, But as far as psilocybin goes, what's the big difference between um, the psilocybin versus LSD? Do you know?
1: I'm not. I'm not familiar so much with LSD, and I haven't Mm. tried. I've only like heard or um, read in some research and all those kind of things. But Mm -hmm. I believe safer way is the psilocybin. So, um, there's more into research about that, and there's a lot of profound feedback from the um, uh, Fadiman called them uh, general science. Mm yeah, like where people give them informations about it. So yeah, there's a lot of feedback from people then um, from
0: LSD. So that's why I'm not really sure about yeah.
1: LSD. Yeah, I believe I- the
0: big difference would be that it's completely synthetic. And then yeah. the psilocybin is, I've always also wondered, why is it called plant medicine if it's a fungus? mm <laughs> that's a good idea I guess. <laughs> yeah
1: um maybe we can look back into fungi
0: yeah
1: <laughs> the netflix yeah so but
0: so one I, of
1: yeah what i can think is it's it's part of the plan so
0: i'm not mm-hmm. sure the ecosystem Uh uh-huh. so, yeah and so one of the biggest questions that i get on instagram about mm-hmm. microdosing is is it going to flare mold issues or candida
1: Um, I think it depends actually from the Mm -hmm. nervous system. Every people is different. Everybody is different. And the beauty of the psilocybin is is adaptogen. So it adapts into your body, Mm -hmm. into your needs. So if that then um, release, it's great. But if not, and from that time, then, you know, so. Mm -hmm. mm, Yeah,
0: Yeah, so psilocybin sounds like an amazing way to change and go in a different direction that you've been going in. Um, What are some of the rituals that you recommend for people who are interested in microdosing?
1: Yeah, to create really space in the morning, have intention with the medicine, talk to the medicine, the medicine talks to you. And it's so wild. Like if you're really open and have an intention before taking it, and then it will connect to you, um, have that intention right and live it. And then it will just come to you. Maybe you're um, in your... In your yoga or in your walking, but it will really connect to you. So for me, it really works when we do also our work, like when we get to connect to ourselves, when we move our body, when we do our grat- journaling or gratitude or anything that um we prioritize ourselves, or even I studied dancing, moving through our emotion. If there's things coming up, breath work. I always do this. Um, this is my to go. So um, it's really. Powerful when you have that ritual because from there it has the space to really go within with you with the medicine. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. And so, what were some of your personal biggest epiphanies while mm-hmm. using the medicine?
1: Um, there are a lot of things that came up to me. And one of the things that I will share with you actually this morning, it's so wild. I've been asking like, what have been, what, what I need to release and my, um, abundance issue in my life, like, um, money, money, money issues. Right. Cause I knew mm-hmm. it from back then, um, in my childhood, I have so much of, um, issues with uh with the money because we grew up money and for me equals money equals being money is equals causing of family troubles and all that and also money can be taken away because we went like crap in 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 such a short span but it was so hard because mm-hmm. it was there you go it was so hard because it was like um you're used to having so much and suddenly you're gone nothing and then suddenly I stand up to be the breadwinner so I have so much money issues that I need to heal on and I asked that medicine to show me that what I need to release or what I haven't been seeing or knowing um believing about this money right and then something came up because I was supporting my family to the point that I prioritize them, that I give everything for them, to the point I have nothing left for me. So why would I work? So it was like, why would I work for for it when I, it will just be gone for my family? Kind of that that was right. This is my subconscious mind. Of course, right. my conscious mind wants to create wealth, to give money for my family. This is the conscious. This is the conscious, but the subconscious that all believe that was so hurt and believe that money costs, pain, money, costs, brokenness, and and trouble, and all those kind of things. So, I think these are one of the um, thing. But for sure, there are a lot of things that um, I couldn't just think of it for now. But it's wild. I it it, it it's like you're having your own therapy, right? And the good things right. you have your own ways to process. And I think it can be really hard for people. That's why. Um, with mycology and psychology, we do have integration um, with professionals from functional medicine. We do have um, doctors, so uh, therapists, so whatever ways that you can collaborate with, because in these times of healing, we really need support to feel safe in our body and to feel really, um, yeah, supported in our in our healing journey, because we can't do this alone. Even myself, I need, I need people to hold me for me, too. So,
0: yeah. yeah. And one of the main reasons why we become traumatized is not so much the event that happens to us. It's more of feeling completely alone and not yeah. able to process that event with anyone.
1: Exactly. And then when we are with people, actually, this is also co-regulating our nervous system. So um, this is the beauty of it too. When someone is there empathetically witnessing you healing, and this is where healing comes into. too.
0: Mm-hmm, yeah mm-hmm. and some of the so personally some of the big epiphanies that I always had yeah um again these were not in therapeutic settings this mm-hmm. was me and party settings but mm-hmm. um after the end of using LSDs in particular, mm-hmm. I ended all three of my prior relationships right after. <laughs> so wow, every yeah. time I would use it, it's yep. almost like I would be like, what am I doing? This is Mm -hmm. not working. And intuitively you just, all of a sudden it clicks. Like it it was what I knew all along.
1: (laughs) Right. It shows you right in front and you can't deny it. It's just like so clear. So you're asking me about the biggest one that was in my microdosing, the one I just shared a while ago. But if you were talking about the ayahuasca, it's wild. Like I've seen infinite, we are one, like, all the things that we know consciously, but we can't really understand and really believe it in our body and system. So this are the biggest thing that, wow, we are really one and we can simultaneously be in one place and that place, like in, you know, whatever universe. And it's just like, these are the biggest things that, you know, we can't even have the words to explain and all this, but there mm, <laughs> are just wow. a lot of- magical and also dark and things that you don't even want to see. So let's not forget that that it's gonna show breaking deep, 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 but also and the opposite can be so beautiful and blissful and, and amazing too. So mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: yeah, and I'm glad you brought that up because there are obviously mm-hmm. some populations and people mm-hmm. that should not partake in psychedelics. Can we go into some of the, what those populations are mm-hmm. and why? Sorry, say that again. Can we talk about what populations should not partake in uh, even microdosing or macrodosing of psychedelics?
1: Um, I think when you have really the right intention, if the medicine is calling you, not for other whatever reason, but um, towards healing, wholeness, getting to know yourself, connecting, um, you mean contraindications that people are into?
0: Yeah, I'm thinking about like psychotic illnesses and oh, yes. like yes. severe bipolar disorder. Yes. Yeah.
1: Yes, these are the things that um, um are are not actually. But there are also actually studies that have been gone through. So I'm not saying all those that you know. It's, right. it's up to you, person to person. But it's just the medication. The contraindication number one is the lithium. So this is the the one that thinks, but other medications. There's a lot of people, a lot of medication who are taking off slowly with microdosing. So this is the beauty, but with the right proper guidance right Right. a proper source of medicine so these are very important proper protocol and proper dose so this is very important because people want to take in to solve all their problems to feel good to feel not pain right without doing the work the medicine is a catalyst the medicine is there to to show you what you know what's the reason all this pain or suffering and then it's up to us to do the work so I always say this that microdosing is kind the like of a electric bike we can paddle but then the, the electric is accelerating and and you know guiding you towards faster destination what we call that so yeah, yeah. but um again if that's why in, in in my college of psychology we do calls first we 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 feel the person what's their intention how they want to feel or whatever is contraindication indications or what feels good for them or or not towards the medicine too but again there's no right and wrong it's it's blunt you know and um it's it's not addictive it's safe so um
0: yeah this, and but- lots of research about psychedelics with coming off of really addicted substances alcohol exactly. products And literally being a catalyst for rewiring, like whatever your addictive behavior was, it could be sex, it could be shopping.
1: Right. Even, even for me now, the coffee I used to drink three times a day, it's like, I even hardly finish one coffee now. <laughs> and that was my addiction. Like I stopped um drinking and I think the, micro- the microdosing really helped me also, you know, there are times that, oh, what if I I'll go back? But I'm like, you know, no, there's no need. And again, it can really help with a lot of things. So, yeah. Mm-hmm
0: yeah, and just allowing you to be a little bit more present. So for me, I was mm-hmm. very, very shut down. Uh, mm-hmm. thinking thinking I was doing good. like oh, mm-hmm. I'm, just, I'm over here not having sadness mm-hmm. or emotions, and all my mm-hmm. friends are struggling, but I'm really good. But then it was also like not feeling larger emotions, positive ones, happiness, you know, there was yeah. it was just that flat line. And mm-hmm. so learning how to like feel what was going on. Because if somebody asked me, you know, 10 years ago, how do you feel? Like Mm -hmm. I didn't even have language or words (laughs) to describe that. And Mm -hmm. with things like just somatic experiencing, psychedelics, you can really start to regain that living in the present moment instead of constantly Mm -hmm. being in fight or flight. I got to do, I got to take care Mm -hmm. of this. I don't have time to rest. I can't rest. Whatever Mm -hmm. the stories are that you're telling yourself.
1: Yeah, I love that you brought up because that's me too. Like I tend to shut down and freeze and not move and all that. And I, I when I'm in that state, I have to get up and move. Because then when you move, you, you feel so much like, oh, wow, like, you know, it's so hard to get out. I think that is the one challenge. But you just get out like fresh breath air like water or nature then you feel good like go to your favorite place look up the sky and just again be present because if i stay in my room and tend to not really move then you get more out of it so now it's like okay i need i i want to repattern this so i'm choosing to instead of like this is was my old behavior and i think talking with compassion with yourself, that that's our old self. That's our little us that has been so hurt and haven't known. And now it's like, reminding her that we're choosing differently and we're moving differently and we can do so much something about it and again it's a repetition because there are times again that you go there but again it's just like it's going to be just automatic oh oh yeah I need to dance or I need to go yoga or I need to do just go out so it's kind of like just really being so kind and compassionate to ourselves because it's so easy for others right and sometimes for us we tend to forget that and
0: yeah Yeah. I love that you pointed out, Mm -hmm. you know, getting out of your comfort zone or Mm -hmm. doing the things you already know intuitively are going to be beneficial Mm -hmm. for you. Mm -hmm. But with something like psychedelics, that intention behind, like Mm -hmm. I am actively taking charge of my life. I'm actively changing for the better. Mm -hmm. I'm choosing something new. I am not going to choose my old ways and I am going to be compassionate to whatever comes up. Right. And before we even started talking, you, meant you were talking mm-hmm. about something and you said, I just reminded myself it was the medicine.
1: <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. And now also what I need to remind myself is the medicine can show us, right? But it's the action. And sometimes it's so hard again to take that action. And it's just like, it's okay. Even 1%,
0: even that little thing to Yeah. So- And so let's talk about the company that you've been working Mm -hmm. for. You mentioned it a few times. Let us know what it's called and what your role is there.
1: Yeah, so it's called Mycology Psychology. Actually, I just started like a couple of weeks the moment that I met you, That's when um, I got in. And also I'm a therapist practitioner. I'm affiliate into their healing modalities. So I bring on to my somatic breath work. I do my um, rapid transformation therapy and integration part of the medicine so first is we do consultation again was what you did in the process like what's your intention and what is microdosing any question basic questions that you have and um how you want to go and move forward to it so um there's a lot of things and guides in in mycology psychology and and that's the beauty it's um very trusted company I deeply believe and really love it their intention is so pure and loving and they've been into 30 years of uh, my colleges that have been doing the research yeah so that's why I when I did my research uh, I love them like you know um aligns my value and they really believe in um community. So we do have a once a man community integration. So they also really deeply believe in integration. That's why there's a lot of practitioner and therapy to move you through whatever um, um, help that you need to move through. So yeah, it's just not they give you the medicine and that's it. We are one. You come and you're welcome and you can ask support and help in any way. So that's the beauty. And we do um, medicinal grain strain the one I was mentioning great strain I mentioned it to you so that's the beauty too and we do the fruit not the mycelium because the mycelium has um low pot- low potency so it's, um the fruit has more uh, strength purity and and that's the beauty of our medicine and yeah the community is so beautiful everyone just want to help and support you in any way and yeah I'm so thankful and I'm still learning and growing all this
0: field but yes um yeah I love the name mycology psychology (laughs) Mm -hmm. it's perfect and so if somebody is interested in microdosing and they're worried about it what would you suggest like do you have any uh, sites that have a lot of um, research on it does mycology psychology have a lot of like blogs about how it works
1: yeah, we do. If they can uh, go to our website and see all the details there and that's where the consult as well. They can ask questions. It's for free. It fills a line and that's good. If not, there's no pressure so they can throw all the questions there. But they want to do a lot of research. Google is so good at it, right? The maps, psychedelic um, science there too. Those are the things I, I go to. So um, yeah, do their own research and then come up and ask questions and see that feels aligned. Because if the medicine is gonna call you, I deeply believe it's gonna call you. It's like, it's just your intuition. And um, that's what we believe in too. It's not about advertising, but it's connecting or filling into, yeah, towards. Mm -hmm. Mm.
0: Yeah, and then what do you see in your personal future working for this company? What are some of your goals and aspirations?
1: Uh, my biggest really goal is I'm thinking now of taking my nursing um, exam so I can do psychedelic nurse. So, mm-hmm. this is my end goal. So, I don't know how, when, and so, but this is where I really want to have my own healing and wellness uh, where people come and then just really heal in a natural, holistic way. Uh, I mean, um, natural. I really am not a big fan of pharma. I mean there's time and space for that, right? I don't say it doesn't work, but it's just for long term. Like I think it's time for us to really see and know that you know um there is a lot of ancient and healing in the plant and nature way. So mm-hmm. <laughs> and that,
0: that is another thing I didn't even bring up how close mm-hmm. you actually feel to nature when you're using psilocybin. Like you wow. just the yeah. the stereotypes of like wanting to run barefoot in the woods is totally accurate.
1: <laughs> mm-hmm. I could even go here in the backyard and just lie down every morning, <laughs> have my ritual, and have my coffee. I am like in oh. awe, and then I boil down and I cry with some emotions, and again I'm like, wow, I'm here. It's 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 beautiful. It's wild. So it's that's why I I love to bring this medicine because I believe that every one deserves to feel alive to feel connected and to know to know the truth and um yeah Mm -hmm.
0: yeah something that I um heard it explained as at one point and I was trying to explain this to a family member because they were you know I'm not doing that that's I I don't want that sounds scary you know I don't want to I don't want to be on that and I'm like no 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 the way someone described it was They had been dealing with depression for decades. And when they started microdosing, the first thing they noticed was that the tree outside their house was beautiful.
1: Exactly. It's
0: just as simple as that.
1: right? And there's a lot of people to say that, oh, I start smiling again. Oh, I start feeling again being me. So there are a lot so they can start looking at it. And it's so wild when I hear these people saying that I'm scared and all that, but they're not scared about the pharmaceutical, right? (laughs) The standard drug. And I'm like, you don't even freaking know how it can affect and side effects in your body. Right now, it's helping you. But in the long term, I'm sorry. Like, this is just uh, the reality. And that's why I deeply believe in this. And um, I'm still really starting to to learn more and really own it and share it. Because a part of me, you know, stigmatized, especially from Philippines, like, oh, well, no, it's like really big no-no. But then it, if it can help people bring back home, then why, you know, like, why would I not? So it's like, yes it's it's for me just um it's a must to be shared so Mm -hmm.
0: yeah and Mm -hmm. it's easier for people to take a pill and to not deal with something or to say Mm -hmm. I'll deal with that later than to actively face things as they're coming up because then you don't have any of your uh, addictions or habits to keep you safe so that's that ego like always wanted to keep you safe but with something like even just microdosing it's scary because mm-hmm. you know you're going to face something raw without the the crutch to yes. to make it less painful
1: right and we don't want to feel pain we would run away from pain right and this is the mind too we love comfort we love safety we love something we know and anything mm-hmm. that's something beyond what we know it's like we're running away no it's the death so it's like we prefer to be where we are now and happy and just so mess up and all that instead of trying something, again, again, it's so engraved in our body and it's just we've been so programmed to that it's okay to be not okay. So that's why like for people out there that who've been looking to and who've been cold, who've been wanting to explore, I mean, there's so much beauty beyond what we know, right? like in life and um, they just have to, to take that risk because every day is a risk. Life is a risk. Are they going to risk where they are or is something more beautiful to unfold and something more magical in their life?
0: Right. The, the beauty and the growth is always in the unknown. It's right. never in the comfort.
1: <laughs> exactly. Exactly.
0: Mm. Awesome. So I'm sure we could just keep talking about how amazing mm-hmm. this service is. But I'd love for you to tell the listeners where they can find you and how you can help them, the internet, social media, all of it.
1: Yeah, so you can find me in Instagram, Phoebe Kates Paris. I'm into root cause healing, somatic and integration. So if that's your job, contact me or if you're looking forward to microdose or want to know more about it, we do have the free consult in my link. so um, just just go there and I would love to have you and I
0: would love to speak to you. Yeah Beautiful. Mm-hmm. All right, Phoebe, any last words, any words of wisdom? Mm,
1: take it easy to yourself release up pressure we put so much on ourselves, and enjoy every moment because we just don't know right tomorrow so I think even for me I have to remind that and myself and to be grateful for this life that we are alive today so and thank you so much for having me too
0: Yes, of course. This was really fun. I'm really excited for everyone to get to know you and to Mm -hmm. know that there is this service out there available.
1: Mm -hmm. Right. (laughs) Thank you.
0: All right. Thank you, Phoebe. Thank you, everyone, for listening. Have a wonderful afternoon. Mm Thank you. Thank you, everyone. I am just so thrilled that you're listening to the Healer Revolution podcast. This has been a huge passion project for me and super therapeutic on top of that, helping me to use my voice and connect with other like-minded individuals. So if you're enjoying the podcast, please like and subscribe. Please share on social media or with your audience or friends or loved ones. I truly appreciate it. It does take a lot of time and financial costs to run the podcast, and it is not a moneymaker, let me tell you. So if you are enjoying this, I would truly appreciate your support just by sending me a post, a like, and a subscribe. Thank you so much.